With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Full Count Chaos, I'm Nathan Andrews. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. Head over to iTunes, shoot me a review if you haven't already. You can also reach me anytime, anywhere, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Here I am recording Friday, August 10th, and the Baltimore Orioles are officially eliminated, mathematically eliminated, from winning the division. Damn it. We had everybody right where we wanted them. I think all we had to do was win like 38 in a row. Boston had to lose 38 in a row. I think New York had to lose like 35 in a row. We would have been right there. Well, Boston beat us 182 to 12. They fucked everything up for us. What a shit show that was tonight. <laughs> Winning 8 to 3. I saw a lot of people talking shit on Twitter. Oriole fans laughing at Red Sox fans about how they're about to lose to the worst team in baseball. And you knew it. I knew it. I'm sure a ton of you out there knew it, that the Orioles were still going to lose. They are bad. If they if they do well on offense, you know they're going to do shit on pitching and vice versa or however it is they're going to win. They're terrible in defense right now. Beckham needs to pack his shit and get the hell out of Dodge. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. It's... It's a sad sight. You want to look at the positive. Cedric Mullins. We've been waiting for this kid for a long, long time. He played center field. Adam moved to right. Got to give it to the guy because you know his ego is just shattered all over that locker room. But, hey, it's just part of the game. He's still a millionaire. He still gets paid a shit ton of money. I'm sure he's going to still play for a while. But I got a little emotional watching Cedric Mullins. I mean, I wasn't snotting all over myself crying when I saw him hit the ball, but seeing his family, anytime you see a family, the mom hugging the son and the father, he's so proud and they start tearing up, you get a little emotional. It was really cool. I mean, Cedric Mullins, he got a switch hitter. He run, He's fast on the bases. He's really fast. We're not used to seeing that. But it was cool. I mean, Jones to right field. He tweeted out today, end of an era, embrace the change or embrace change, whatever. That was kind of cool. I mean, losing your position is going to be tough due to age. When you know you're coming to the end of the road, it's never easy. And it's got to be a little demoralizing knowing him standing out there in right field. You've been one of the best center fielders in baseball for a long time on the Orioles, arguably. And you have a young kid come up. And you move up, basically, hey, Adam, you're old, move over, which is true. He he knows it. We know it. It's tough. I mean, I, in my softball league, <laughs> I remember I was in right field. They put me to second base because some 23-year-old kid came on the team who looks like Thor. He's like six foot five, just smiling away, has, you know, no problems in his life. He's early 20s, doesn't even know how to spell mortgage. And I'm sitting there, you know, it was kind of demoralizing. 
friends, family were coming out to watch me play. Here I am, hey, waving to them on second base when they, oh, I thought you were going to be out in right field shagging down fly balls and, and batting fifth. Instead, no, I'm batting eighth now. Well, that's what happens when you get old. It's just the way it is. The kids are ready to play who's got more energy. But starting your uh, Orioles season off with a double, not bad. Not bad at all, kid. He hit, what he hit, 267 with 25 extra base hits and 59 games from Norfolk, double A. God damn, the kid uh, hit 313, 23 extra base hits. Mullen stole 21 bases in 22 attempts and was number tw- number 10 prospect in the system. Baseball America's midseason rankings, not bad. So it was, it was exciting. Villar, I like the guy. He's okay. He's no Johnny Scope out there with the glove, but the guy's fast. We need speed on the team. I'm liking these guys. They're bunting. When you have speed on the bases, it fucks up the pitchers. Anytime our players, uh, Machado, Trumbo, Davis, Jones, didn't matter who got the base hit. They were standing on first. The pitcher didn't even look at them. I don't even think the first baseman held him on the bag. They're like, try to steal. Now, you know, the guys who are on base, we got Cedric Mullins, we got Villar. Beckham, okay, he's pretty fast on base. Cedric Mullins was on base. A pitcher was looking at him. He's thrown at the backstop. He's all messed up. It's true. When you have speed on the bases, it messes up the pitcher. And I love it, knowing that Cedric Mullins is going to be stealing some freaking bases for the Orioles. Yes, of course, the season's over. But like I've said before, now you just cheer that they're not the worst freaking team that's ever played the game of baseball, right? Well, let me get Bundy out of the way. Last seven starts, he's 2-3 and three with a 623 ERA. I don't know. I keep saying the guy, it just seems like he's got dead arm. He's throwing 90 miles per hour. He gets up to 91. Maybe every now and then he'll, you'll see 92, but that's it. His curveballs, he's just lofting right over the plate. I don't know what's happening with him. But there's a lot that's uh, going on this week. A little bit later, I'm going to be talking about uh, what kind of fan are you, baseball fan? I might mention some of the fans that you hate in baseball. Hate's a harsh word, but you there are some on that list that I can use the word hate. I just do not like them. So I'm going to go over that in a second. Uh, we're going to get back to baseball here in a second. But, hey, it's a Baltimore podcast, mainly about the Baltimore Orioles. But Ray Lewis, <laughs> I have a lot of opinions about him. He was inducted in the Hall of Fame. Did you watch it? You're crazy. I like you. Did you take any time and turn the channel on and watch it? I'll tell you, I didn't. Kids, this is what happens when you get hit in the head a million times in your career. You preach without a plan, meaning you just wing it. (laughs) I was over at a friend's house. We had crabs, and they did have it on in the background. I watched it for about a minute. That was it. I couldn't take it. And again, there's nothing wrong with preaching. I'm a religious guy. That's not what I'm talking about. I just, <laughs> the, guy, the guy is nuts. He's crazy. They even showed Emmett Smith and Mike, Michael Irvin talking. <laughs> they were bored with his speech. He talked for 30 minutes. I just think the guy's a lunatic. I, people laugh and say, oh, he's been hitting the head too many times. No, that's exactly. That's absolutely what happened to him. Remember, he played old school football. It's not flag football anymore. A lot of people are upset about that. Oh, flag football. I'm glad with that. I'm all for safety. I mean, how fast the guys are, how strong they are these days. You can't do head-on, head-to-head collisions. So the new rule, I hope they get it right with his uh, helmet-to-helmet. But I completely understand why they're doing it, and hopefully it works out. But Ray Lewis, he played in the old school days. (laughs) 
I just, I just think he's he's nuts. And I heard a radio show. It comes on 105.7, but it's a uh, syndicated radio show. It's like at 8 o'clock at night on a Sunday. I, can't, I, I don't remember who it was, but it was interesting. They were talking about the Hall of Fame speeches. And it was interesting to hear what people around the country had to say about Ray Lewis. I mean, obviously, if you're not a Raven fan, you, you know, he's a murderer. He's a murderer. Whatever. Okay, we get it. I understand. If it was Heinz Ward, he went through the same thing as Ray Lewis, and Heinz Ward gets in the Hall of Fame, I'd probably be bitching over here. Hey, he murdered somebody. He was involved in a murder, blah, blah. I get it. But it, a lot of the fans who uh, of, of football would call in, who weren't from Baltimore, was all over the country. They said they respect Ray Lewis. They think he's one of the greatest linebackers that have ever played, but they, they just wish that he would have... Uh, talked about a little more of his situation that he went through. They were angry about how they just kept it quiet. Like, nope, can't talk about it. Never happened. Just move on. And I'm sure if that's happened today, what happened to Ray Lewis was at uh, 18 years ago, right? Uh, He wouldn't be playing football right now. But anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. (laughs) I don't want to get into a whole bunch of Ray Lewis bullshit. Congratulations to him, though. Uh, that was interesting. What else happened also in sports? Greg Goldberg. You know that name? Remember the movie Mighty Ducks with Emilio Estevez? His name's Sean Weiss. He's an actor. Holy shit. Say yes to your life. And when it comes to drugs and alcohol, just say no. Stop what you're doing right now and look that up. Now, obviously, we know drugs fuck you up. And apparently, uh, meth addiction mixed with an alcohol problem makes you look like you're 90 years old. Makes you look like a geezer. The guy, this poor guy, he was an actor. He was the, I think he was the goalie in Mighty Ducks. And he's, I think he's 38 years old. And his mugshot literally looks like he's 90. And it's weird because when you see a 90-year-old guy who's healthy, you say, man, that guy looks old. That's about it, man, that guy's old. But when you see a meth addict who's like, 38 or 45 you're like that looks like a fucked up dude who's like 90 years old who's about to die (laughs) kids or parents if you don't want your kids to ever do drugs or smoke meth show them that picture of uh, Sean Weiss holy hell it's really really sad so hopefully whatever the hell is going on with that dude's life that shit gets squared away I don't know, I'm just talking some random shit right now because, you know, everyone always says, I'm so sorry that you do a podcast about the Orioles. No, I love the Orioles. I love talking about them, no matter what, no matter what kind of season they have. I mean, this week, watching the Orioles play, they played the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa. It looked like if there was such a thing as a minor league arena football league, I was more interested in people's conversations that I could hear on the television. Somebody was talking about their day and how they had drama at work. And I swear I heard some girl talking about how her boss found out that she was sleeping around with somebody at work. And and I turned up my TV because I was trying to tune into that. I I couldn't have told you what was going on with the game. I was more interested in these conversations that the the mic was picking up. It was kind of cool. I mean, the Orioles were 1-71. I didn't realize that. 1-71 when trailing after the eighth inning. 1-71. Well, we wound up winning. We were losing before the uh, after the eighth inning. We came back and won the game. Now we're 2-72. <laughs> That's almost the Orioles' record. Shit. 
It's just bad news, and I still see people on Twitter posting, I'm looking for an Orioles podcast that keeps all positivity. Good luck. Because when the Orioles are this bad, please, if if somebody finds a podcast about the Orioles that is just strictly 100% all butterflies and rainbows and unicorns, let me know. Because right now, it's bad. Chris Davis, he hit a home run tonight. Who gives a shit? He still stinks. My friend, <laughs> I bumped into a friend of mine the other day. She said, <laughs> she said to me, I wouldn't waste a butt plug on his ass. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think she had a few drinks in her. And then, again, Tim Beckham, I think I mentioned him a second ago. He really does need to pack his shit and go. He's had like eight errors in two games. And the other night they played Tampa. They won, The night that they won... Uh, the other night, they had five, they had five airs in one game. Five the, the Benny Hill music in the background when they play. It was the first time the Orioles made five airs or more since June seventeenth, nineteen ninety nine. So it's been nineteen years, and they had won a game committing five or more since June 9th, nineteen eighty three. They beat the Brewers ten to seven. They made a club record, six errors in that game. <laughs> Holy hell. In the 17 games Beckham has played at short since July 18th, he's made 10 errors. And a lot of people are like, I don't understand why Manny Machado's not at third. Well, here you have it, folks. This is why, because there was nobody better. Beckham is really bad. He's a complete shit show. Scope heads over to the Brewers, which was kind of funny because the first week he played over in the Brewers, he actually they played the Dodgers. Manny <laughs> Manny threw Scope out on a pretty badass play. It was a little dribbler, and Manny did his old running up, barehanding it, and throwing him out at the last second. God dang, that guy's good at baseball. I am going to miss the shit out of that guy. A lot of people upset that, uh, you know, what, what the Orioles got for Galsman wasn't enough. Are you Galsman wasn't good. He wasn't good. He didn't have a winning record since he was on the Orioles. Not one winning record. He blew a lot of leads. Even when he had the best defense in baseball behind him, he still sucked. I mean, if he goes to Atlanta and does well, doesn't mean O should have kept him. Doesn't mean we did the uh we blew it. Same stupid Arietta argument. Everyone's like, I can't believe we got rid of Jake Arietta. Absolutely could. Same thing with Galsman. We got rid of him because he wasn't good. He wasn't a good pitcher. The best record he had on the Orioles was 7 and 7. 7 wins, 7 losses. That was it. Other than that, it was all He wasn't good. He wasn't a good pitcher. So for Galsman and O'Day, which which I was fine with them dumping O'Day, that was just to dump some money. Uh who they get? Pitcher Evan uh, Evan Phillips, Bruce Zimmerman, catcher Brett Cumberland, infield John Carlos Encarnacion. Not bad. I'm okay with that. Let's see. Here we go. Galsman, 2013, three and five. 2014, here it is. Best record, seven and seven. 2015, four and seven. 2016, nine and twelve. 2017, eleven and twelve. 2018, when he left, he's five and nine. His best year he had was in uh, 2016 with a nine and twelve record. He had a 361 ERA. How in the hell did they get anything for him? <laughs> so let's, let's pat Tan Duquette on the back. 
Out of the 15 players, we got one major league player. It's okay, Villar. I like him. He steals bases. It's funny, after trading Manny Machado, the Orioles lead the American League in runs per game that, that next week. That was pretty funny. I don't know. We, we don't know. Orioles also had the highest average with runners in scoring position. We don't know what suddenly causes a team to get hot. I don't care how long you've followed sports. I don't care if you've managed a baseball team for 50 years. Nobody knows. I mean, you could say, oh, because they bunted more. They were stealing or striking out less or making less errors. Yeah, the obvious. But what the hell suddenly makes a team go on like a 12-game winning streak or they lose their best player and all of a sudden they're scoring 10 runs a game? They all of a sudden, uh, that week, they have the highest average in runners in scoring position. I get they're all playing for a job. I understand that. But it's so weird how sometimes in sports you're like, all right, this is going to be the worst team in baseball. They wind up being the best. The Orioles in 2012, they were supposed to be the worst team the Orioles basically ever had. Like losing 120. What did they do? They went to the wild card and won. So sports is weird like that. So I, I <laughs> now all of a sudden, look, they lost tonight, but they scored 12 runs. Chris Davis already starting to hit home runs, but I don't know what the fuck is going on now. And I felt bad for Castro this week. Threw his worst game of his career, and it was against his old club, Texas. That's a way to show him. Oh, man, you get all pumped up. You're like, I'm going to prove these motherfuckers that they traded the wrong guy. Boy, you had your worst game. <laughs> it's a weird week with the Orioles. I mean, they, they dumped everybody, basically. And we don't know if any of those players that we got are going to pan out. I don't even know if Alar is going to work out. Who knows? But this week, I got an article sent to me from a friend. He said, hey, this will be kind of funny. I think it was from BuzzFeed. It's like what It says, what kind of baseball fan are you or dislike the most? And it was kind of funny because a lot of these do remind me of people that I see all the time. One of them reminds me of me. The first one is it's just kind of like a silly one. It's called the peanut guy. And I... There's a friend of mine that I go with the games all the time. He does this. He has like, he eats peanuts, like four bags of peanuts. And they pile, they're, they're probably about two and a half feet high of a hill. And I don't know what it is when you go to a baseball game. When you go to any, even a football game, you eat like pigs. You do. I mean, where else do you throw your shit around? You throw your shells, you leave your shit around, you, your hot, hot dog wrappers you throw around. I mean, you eat like pigs. You're like barbarians. <laughs> Every time my mom would go to, like, an Oriole game with me back in the day, I mean, you know, the kids, we would just eat like shit, like pigs, and she would sweep everything up and clean up, and I'm like, Mom, just leave it. What are you doing? Uh, the next one, drunk guy with shirt off. Now, I actually talked about this with Eric from Barstool Sports when he called a couple weeks ago. This is one of the fans that we said you do not act like, ever. But I know these guys. I've gone to games with friends of mine who, I, I don't know, they... Don't mind spending $150 on alcohol. And they just completely get wasted. And he's like, you know what? I want to get on camera. I'm going to take off my shirt. Well, he doesn't get on camera and he just looks like a douchebag. And then they got the guy wearing his headphones for the radio broadcast. Now, I've never done that. I've never gone to a game, somebody who's had the headphones on. But there's a guy sitting behind me one game with the headphones and anytime something happened in the game that was controversial like we didn't know what was going on we'd turn around and ask him and he'd tell us he'd be like well right now they're explaining this so I thought that was kind of cool anytime something was going on and it was before replays before you could replay whether or not they were out or safe 
So every time there was a close play, I'd turn around and say, what are they saying? Oh, he was definitely out. (laughs) It was definitely a foul ball. I don't know why they said fair. So, you know, I I can't exactly make fun of people because I thought it was kind of cool. The Instagram girl. Now, it says girl, but I see guys do it too. You know, girls aren't the only ones who do this. (laughs) Guys, there's about four or five guys in front of me one night. This was last year. And I think they, the oldest one looked like probably 20 years old. And they were Oriole fans. I mean, they were into the game. They all had their Oriole gear. Uh, it almost seemed like mom dropped them off. And she's like, I'm going to pick you guys up in a couple hours. So they're all giggly, having fun. They're by themselves. I mean, one of them looked like they were 14. But anyway, they were, for about three innings, they weren't even paying attention what the hell was going on. They're taking selfies. And then I almost tapped him on the shoulder and I said, every single one of you hand over your man card because they were using a filter app on each photo. And I saw it. I was a witness. I saw the little swiping their thumb over the face to get all the wrinkles or whatever. I don't wrinkles. Kid was 19. I don't know how many wrinkles he had. I don't know why they're using a filter app. I think one of the kids had a little bit of acne and he did some swipey thing and all his acne went away. (laughs) But again, you know, girls that I've gone with too, they love every, every picture. Everything's a picture. It's like even when I take my wife and the seats that I get, uh, you know, front of the family, I've mentioned this before, he has front row tickets all around next to the dugout. So when we're sitting up close, she's always thinking she's getting great pictures. And she'll take a picture of like Adam Jones walking up to the batter's box. And I'm saying, when are you going to go back in your phone like six months from now and be like, oh, I want to I want to see that photo that I took of Adam walking to the batter's box. She took about 45 photos. She posted one, I think, on Facebook. And I'm like, the other 40, what the hell are you going to do with? You're not going to sit around and show people like, oh, here's Adam walking up. Here's Adam spitting. Here's Jonathan Scope. He's laughing at something. Here's Chris Davis. He's striking out. No. My wife has years and years of photos that she won't delete, but they're just random photos. Like she took a a picture of of Kirby, the first base coach on the Orioles, just standing there, not doing anything, but that's still her phone from like four years ago. I don't get it. Uh, fans Fans who wear a jersey of a team not even playing. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before. This is a ginormous pet peeve of mine. I don't know why that bothers me. If I'm in an Orioles game where they're playing the Tampa Bay Rays and I see a, a guy with a Cardinals jersey or, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm sounding like a, like a dick. Like if I went to a national, I don't know, let's say I went to um, I don't know, a Pirates game and they were playing the Cardinals, I don't think I would wear my Orioles shirt. I'd be kind of, I don't know, I'd feel like a douchebag. Maybe I'm, I'm looking too much into this, but I don't know why it bothers me. What else do they have here? Uh, the fan who stands and blocks your view. Yeah, the guy who thinks every play is exciting. Every hit. Every pop fly. every I can't stand the people who think every pop fly is a home run. There's a woman sitting in front of me I went a couple weeks ago. Every It would be a pop fly to second base, and she would stand up and start screaming and jumping. And then she'd sit down and go, oh, and like, you know, shortstop would catch it. Oh, I thought it was out of here. <laughs> what is your depth perception, woman? The worst is when there, and I know you've seen this. The worst is when you see like a girl stand up and I I haven't seen guys do that. Well, I can't say that I've seen one or two, but it's mainly girls and I'm not trying to be sexist here. I'm just 
stating a fact. I mostly see girls do that. But you know they're they're one of the uh, um, the regulars, the season ticket holders who go to a lot of games, and they'll stand up, and the game will be going. It'll be in the middle of an inning, and they'll stand up, and you see they'll start pointing people out in the crowd and waving to them, hey, and, and they'll say something to laugh, and then look to their left, and they'll wave to somebody, and hey, like look at me, I know people in the stadium, I'm I'm very popular, I know everybody, look at me, hi, look where I'm sitting. You know, looking around, standing up, they see somebody, they wave and they smile and and they'll they'll mouth something like some inside joke and they'll laugh and and then they'll look over and they'll keep looking around. And, oh, they'll see somebody and they'll point him out and wait, you know, whatever. Uh, the fan who argues balls and strikes, even though he is in the nosebleeds, <laughs> definitely seen that. Definitely, that's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, the boo guy, yeah, I'm a boo guy. I do. If Davis strikes out or anyone strikes out with the bases loaded, I boo. Or if we got a guy on third, no outs, and we don't get him in, I stand up and I boo. I am the boo guy. I've said it before on here. I have no problem with anyone booing the Orioles, especially when they do something bad. <laughs> it's okay. How much these guys get paid? Fuck it, I'm booing. Uh, the girl who is wearing Victoria's Secret baseball gear. That's funny. I've actually, before my wife, obviously dated other girls and... I would bring them to Oriole games, and that's exactly what they would do sometimes. They, <laughs> towards like the third or fourth inning, I'd be like, are you cold? But they would be Orioles gear. Be a nice little pink top. You could almost see side boob and at a certain angle if they turn to the right or the left. No, I'm not cold. Yes, you are. They're shivering, but they want to look good. They want to look good. They're basically almost wearing uh, dental floss for shorts. But they have an Orioles logo on it. They still look good. No problem here. No complaints. Uh, the I have him on my fantasy team guy. Yeah, I brought a, a friend of mine to a game this season. And every guy that came up to bat, I got him on my fantasy team. Hope he does well. And it was the guy on the other team. I play a lot of fantasy leagues. I do. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to root for that guy when it's the other team. And that's what he was doing. Come on, you're an Orioles fan. We love the Orioles. We want them to win. But, you know, Evan Longoria comes up to bat and gets a base hit. And he's like, yes, all right. It's like, come on, keep that to yourself. <laughs> uh, the church camp group, that's pretty funny. There's always that one group who, <laughs> it's a couple chaperones and all the kids wear bright yellow shirts so they don't, nobody gets lost. Those are always funny. And uh, the tapes everything fan. Yeah, I've definitely been around people like that. Again, it's the same thing with my wife, taking 100 photos that she's never going to look at again. I've taken friends who video, who who record Adam walking up to the batter's box. And I'm like, you're never going to watch this video. You're never going to show it to anybody. What's the point of doing this? But again, I'm sitting here making fun of people using their phones. I take pictures. I do. But I'm going to pat myself on the back. I think I take pretty good photos. Because sometimes I'll take photos like when Scope and Manny Machado would, would kid around with each other in the uh, dugout. I get a good picture of like maybe Scope hitting Manny on the back of the head. Those are good photos. Or if somebody hits a home run, I take a picture of them running the bases. All right, that's kind of C average. But I, I can tell you, I do not have 150 photos of just random shit <laughs> at an Orioles game. Anyway. Again, you can reach me anytime, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. We're coming to the end. I'm hoping the Orioles, I don't know, man. 
Are they going to have the worst record in baseball? It's looking pretty bleak. You score 12 runs and you still lose. 19-12. to 12. I don't know what's happening with Castro. I thought he was going to be the real deal. He's starting to look like he's shit in the bed. Bundy's shit in the bed. David Hess, I thought he was going to be a good solid number four or five pitcher. He's kind of shit in the bed. Kashner, Cobb. We got rid of Galsman. Holy hell. <laughs> what are we doing here? But I don't know. I'm excited to watch Cedric Mullins to see where he goes. I'd be okay if we held on to Adam for a few more years and he played right field. That'd be pretty cool. The guy can still hit the fucking ball. Again, anytime. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time. See you guys.